Hey everyone, good to, good to be here today. Uh, I want to wish you all a happy Easter. I really wish that uh, we could be together to celebrate corporately the resurrection of Christ from the dead. But nonetheless, um, I'm pleased to be here to be able to share some reflections uh, on John 11 verses 23 through 27. I'd just like to read those verses and then share a few thoughts with you this morning. Uh, it's a story about Lazarus and Jesus calling him out of the grave. Verse 23, Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Now, in John 11, we read this great story about Jesus and his dear friend, Lazarus. Jesus has received news that his good friend is very sick. Lazarus, along with his two sisters named Martha and Mary, were probably the very best friends uh, that Jesus had while he was on earth. You know, we get so caught up in the various stories about the ministry of Jesus and his teaching about the kingdom of God that we forget that Jesus had other people in his life that were really important to him and even ministered to him. They lived in a town called Bethany. It was really a little suburb of Jerusalem. And uh, when Jesus felt like he needed space away from the crowds to kind of kick back, he would spend time at their place. Uh, Mary and Martha and Lazarus, they were like family to Jesus. But it's notable as, as you read the story, and I would encourage you to read all of John 11, uh, you will note that after Jesus receives the news that Lazarus was seriously ill, Jesus, instead of rushing to the side of Lazarus to heal his friend, he stays in the place where he was for a couple more days. Now, you would think after hearing of Lazarus's dire condition that Jesus, known as Mr. Compassion, right, that he would just drop everything and he'd take the red-eye flight to Bethany. It's not like he was in the middle of something, the scripture tells us, that was absolutely crucial. Uh, but as we look at the whole chapter, we see that he purposely, very purposely, delays his coming so that people will see the glory of God. That's his intention. So finally, Jesus arrives at Bethany. He finds that his friend has died and, in fact, has been in the tomb for four days. Martha, Lazarus' sister, comes out to meet Jesus, and she says, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. She's kind of giving him the berries a little bit here. Probably she made the statement, just like we do on occasions when we're grieving. Lord, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died, or my son, or my dad, or my mother, would, my wife, or husband wouldn't have died. Or Jesus, if you, if you cared about my loved one, uh, this, this wouldn't have happened. Jesus says to her, your brother will rise again. Martha responds, I, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Uh, Martha here is referring to the great final day of judgment when every person will rise from the grave and stand before God. But listen to what Jesus says in verses 25 and 26. And it's really the key verses today. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me 
will never die. He says, Martha, do you believe this? Now, I think it's important to note here that Jesus does not say, I have the power to raise people. Jesus did not say, I have the power to make some people come back to life. But Jesus says, I am of myself, in and of myself, the resurrection and the life. Jesus is, in and of himself, the resurrection. He's not dependent on any other power. He is the resurrection and the life. So then Mary comes to meet Jesus with the same questions. Verse 33 tells us when Jesus, uh, that Jesus, when he saw her weeping and the Jews who'd come along with her also weeping, we're told that Jesus himself was moved in spirit and, and he was deeply troubled. The word translated was deeply moved comes from an ancient Greek word that describes a snorting horse. A horse's nostrils that are flaring out and uh, it's when an animal lets out an involuntary gasp. So what John is telling us here as he's writing is that Jesus was experiencing such, such emotion. He was so sad, he was upset, even angry, that it made his body tremble like a horse in distress. Jesus, who let this happen, he was disturbed by the human suffering he saw of his friends, and it bothered him deeply. Yet Jesus was totally confident of calling Lazarus out of the tomb, but he's still deeply moved by the suffering and compassion for his friends. You know, when we are faced with the death of a loved one, particularly someone who's close to us or younger, like Lazarus, who it seems they haven't fully lived their life, uh, there's real reason for grief and tears and sadness and even anger. The story continues, and Jesus asks, where have you laid him? And they took him to the cave where Lazarus was, was buried. Jesus walks up to the cave in which Lazarus is laid, and he says, take away the stone. Martha protests, Lord, by this time there's a bad stink, for he's been in the grave for four days. Jesus ignores her. He thanks the Father that he's always heard, and he calls Lazarus out of the tomb. And he cries out, the text says, in a loud voice. An older version would say, Lazarus, come forth. The newer versions say, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came back to life. I mean, that must have been stunning to see a dead man walk out of that grave. And so the, uh, the, the, the words of Jesus then from the earlier conversation, they are still ringing in Martha's ears. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? You know, friends, we are invited to see ourselves in the life of Lazarus, and to see Jesus in our lives right now. We are to see ourselves in Lazarus, whose name is a shortened form of Eleazar, which means God helps. He is from a town whose name is Bethany, which means house of affliction. So God helps one who suffers from affliction. Lazarus is the one that Jesus loved. He represents all those whom Jesus loves, which includes you and me and all humankind. This story, then, is, 
is the story of our coming to life from death in this present moment, not just a future event. John's Gospel tells us that God so loved the world that he sent his Son so that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. You see, the fourth Gospel, it repeatedly uses the physical realm as kind of this this metaphor, and we've seen this in the I Am statements that we've covered. Water is a metaphor for the quenching of our spiritual thirst, and it's Jesus that answers that quest. The bread multiplies to feed the crowd, and it's a metaphor for Jesus' Uh, satisfying our spiritual hunger. Sight is a metaphor for spiritual vision and clarity. Jesus says he's the light of the world. And here we see Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And he says, those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. You see, friends, to know Jesus is to know the resurrection and the life. To know Jesus is to begin walking in the power of Jesus and the resurrection in this present world right now, living right now. See, the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 3.10, I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power which raised him from the dead. And so I just close with these questions. If you have, have not received Christ as your Lord and Savior, man, the love and the power of Christ is reaching out to you, just calling you to embrace you and to love you. And for those of us that know Christ, uh, he's calling us to continually invite that power to infuse our lives. So, happy Easter, folks. Have a good day.